Episode 55, motherfuckers. You're Brian Menard. Yo, it's me, Brian. Kingpin, dude. Kingpin. All right, dude. We're here. We're live. We're, well, we're as live as we as can get. As live be. as you can get. We're not going to edit anything. No. Yeah. That's, and that's like one of the Dom C rules, dude. Like when I do the Dom <laughs> cast, it's always like, I'll compress it, I'll EQ it. But I don't like to chop things up. Yeah, you start chopping it up and it takes away from the rhythm, makes it a little more artificial. Yeah, it makes yeah. you feel like you're not really sitting there. And it's too much work, honestly. Like, who's going to sit there for three hours and edit like, something? I'm, I'm not going to edit out every breath I take, dude. Yeah. Like, what's that Celine Dion song? Every breath I take or some shit? I'll be know. watching you. Is that is that Celine Dion? I'll be watching. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> it's like the creepiest song. <laughs> True. Some fucking stalker. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Brian Menard, yeah, dude, one of the fucking, on. uh, dude, thank you. I don't know why you're thanking me because you allowed me to have the platform on your shit. Instagram video real quick. What's up? What's up? <laughs> Brian in the building. Briceratops, dude. We fucking around. Yeah, and we getting it. Dude. <laughs> um, I just think that like. You're thanking me for like having you on. I'm thankful that like you helped me put me on. Yeah, dude. man. I'm. I. It's all. A, it's a community. You know. It is. So, I, I like giving people uh, opportunity to express themselves, and a lot of people that I don't know, man. I, I grew up like with a lot of friends that were really creative people hmm. that would have these projects and they kind of fall apart. And my skill set is more kind of. It's not glamorous, but like kind of seeing the potential and managing people. You I think organize well. Yeah, I organize well and I communicate well. So for me, it's it's kind of my role to, to be in here and give people, give you that platform to, to go hype yourself up, dude. Well, I've appreciated ever <laughs> since. I think I'm coming up on one year now. Yeah, dude. Since the first podcast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think it's the collective altogether because if it wasn't Sticker Fridge... In the beginning, like, where would my feed go to? What website? Like, yeah. I really think Sticker Fridge, and I don't want to, like, shit on anyone right now, but it's like the San Antonio Current, but better. Dude, fuck yeah. That's, and like, the greatest I, compliment. Yeah. I will, I'll say it. It's, yeah. it's true. And, like, that's what it is. So being a part of it, super dope. Like, Nice. So I, I, I'm really thankful. Um. Man, and getting you got me in. all blushing over here. That's great. I'm not trying yeah. to, you know, like we can put the panties to the side, dude, and slip <laughs> on in, you know. But no, but it, that's exactly what I feel and how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what we started for. We wanted to. Well, it started off as like a a film thing. We wanted to just make short films. You know, all the crews that we were around were really flaky people, and they had their own set roles, so you you wouldn't be able to do the things you wanted to. So we wanted to stretch out and do something where everyone can contribute to it. And so that's what it started as we've kind of built it into more doing more podcasts and then doing articles and having just things, highlighting things that are happening around town. So it's been fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, the articles are like blowing up. The articles are dope, man. We get a few like thousand people visiting the website a month now. Like if we're doing everything, if we're keeping up with it, people are coming and looking at it. It's fun. I do have yeah. to say, man, I miss Basuda Boys so Dude, much. Me too. That podcast. That was one of my favorite podcasts over like Bill Burr. They were like, edgy, I, man. 
Oh, they took it to the limit. They took it past a few limits, dude. They were... Yeah, that stuff was fun. You don't know the line until you cross it. And they fucking... They obliterated they. the line. They, like that scene in that, what is that uh, Vietnam movie where they like blow up the line of trees? It's <laughs> <laughs> exactly it. It's yeah. exact, dude, docking. The docking, the thing about roping on doors was like, did you hear that one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, if you, would you fuck your dad? Just oh, yeah. like, cre- like, dude. But, so yeah, that whole thing, I think people went to that because we all have these secret hidden like, dark spots in ourselves and they just like shined a light on it they were proud of it they're like yeah we do all these fucking dirty like nasty things and the name was perfect yeah <laughs> yeah especially for san antonio yeah. yeah i really my i i don't know if i told you this but i told zach this like my initial name for the podcast was going to be called warm beer no hot beer cold women <laughs> what is that even about just like cold like cold-hearted yeah. Like cold as ice. Yeah. Cold yeah. as ice. <laughs> willing to sacrifice our love. Dude, Domcast works. This is this podcast is you, man. This is like your personality. I'm amazed at the things you can do and sit here and just talk for an hour with no like the solo episodes. I don't know how you do that. Thank I can't you. do that. Yeah. Well, thank you. Oh, it all started because I just did it without a microphone. It was really bartending that taught me. Because I have to sit there for eight to ten hours a day and just talk to people. Yeah, and I couldn't leave the bar because all the money in the restaurant was in the bar drawer, so everyone did everything for me. They, yeah, they ran my food, they took my dishes. My whole job was just to sit there and speak with people. Yeah, from all around the world. I, now I work at the Waterburger at the Pearl. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, me too. I work at a Waterburger too. If so, I talk about my job, <laughs> yeah. So I work at the Waterburger at the Pearl, and then I work at some other places, and you people from all around the world, and I would have conversations with people. In the oil industry, people that did um, like uh, like roses, yeah. they, like all these kind of crazy companies, and you would just have you would learn to just talk. And I would just I would rant, dude. Like yeah. I would get in my car, like going to work, and I was like, I'm fucking ranting right now, dude. And I was like, oh, let's put a microphone in front of my face, see what happens. It works. Yeah. So like the first ones though, I remember having like like five pages of notes and just. Brrr, Done, like a first few minutes. Yeah, out of something. Talk. I was about, like, yeah. damn, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. So I just kept doing it. I think it's um, well, it's obviously working. Yeah. So I thank y'all for at least keeping me this long. Dude, sticker fridge is dope, man. Yeah, it's pretty much a nonprofit at this point. It's just like let's just give people a show. Yeah, and yeah. blow the current out of the water. Yeah. And I'm not even sorry to say that because I have people that work at the current that listen to this. And they don't do as good job as y'all do. Do they have podcasts? What do they have? No. They have a newspaper. Like, we can't compete. <laughs> yeah. A newspaper? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's a little In old school. black <laughs> and white, no, dude. They got color pictures, man. They got dude. <laughs> Fucking grow up, current. Sweet Jesus, dude. If you don't grow up, we're about to take over. That's what it is. They really, yeah, they should grow up, huh? They have like, no podcast. They have nothing. They don't talk they don't about really it. They have an online presence. What do they do? They have a website? Yeah, and they, they post yeah. their shit on like Facebook and stuff. But I mean, besides that, yeah. I know we're shitting all over the current right now, but <laughs> what else are they doing? Uh, do I have to have a, I like yeah. another fucking article? I don't name names, but do I have to really read another article written by Chris Conde? 
Like seriously. What does he write about? I don't. I don't you even, fucking yeah. tell me, yeah. dude. You tell me. I'm out of the loop on the, the current people, man. I don't know. Well, you don't have to worry about them, yeah, because you're doing something better. Same. So, anyone that's listening right now, ever since the inception of Domcast, uh, it started on the platform with Sticker Fridge, and it's been a collective of San Antonio, and it really, really, it's a group of friends, and it really encompasses the culture of San Antonio and Texas with all these creative minds and just go to stickerfridge.com. You understand you listen to my fucking podcast every week, you people. So go to stickerfridge.com. You'll see what I'm talking about and you'll know like y'all do potlucks. Y'all do, y'all do like your, your, um, things for NCAA. Oh yeah. The uh, the brackets. Yeah. We got, dude, there's people who are writing about sports, uh, concerts, Dating, uh, we do travel dating, blogging, do all travel kinds of blogging, stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, just highlighting events around town and movie reviews, to, though cinematography. The movie reviews are sick. Yeah, Those like cool. y'all do great ones. Like y'all pick great films. For like cool. director yeah, showdown. <laughs> oh, dude, those guys very specifically director showdown. Those guys are nailing it. You should find that on on uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play if you have. Yeah, haven't. talk to them about it, man. Because like dude. they review a movie. Well, they do more than that. They they are taking a deep dive into directors. So they'll pick two like iconic directors that have similar styles or conflicting styles. You can kind of like not apples to apples, but you know as close as you can get to that. And they'll they'll watch like three or four movies from each director, and every episode they just compare it and you know just they really dissect it and deep dive real deep into like what makes the movie great or what the director was trying to say. Do a great job. Yeah, they've taught me a lot about understanding cinema and like really learning how to to take it in and not just be like, oh, that was fun, the robot exploded, but like, what yeah, that, what did that represent? No, like, I totally agree. Yeah. They do. Those dudes are nailing it. Yeah, dude, Brent and Adam, dude, shout out. You guys are nailing it. You guys really uh, hit your stride. This can basically yeah. be like a full blown like just a circ jerk right now. <laughs> yeah, like everyone that is doing it. Like we're talking about articles, like Eric Casares. Yeah. Killing it, dude! Yeah. Really want to get him on the pod. He was one of my first roommates, dude. He's he's been great. He's been like a super influential person in the group. He came up with the idea to start the calendar thing, the, the social event calendar that's up now, which is great. Yeah, that's so. Check that out, right social there. event calendar. Yeah. Everything that's going down in the two one zero. Yeah, dude. You know? I, yeah, dude. I haven't really thought about how cool it is that we get to do these things, but it is it is nice. A bunch of friends are just making stuff all the time, and we're not just going home and like watching American Idol and just not doing anything. No, we we make the time yeah. worth it. That's my thing. Like, if I have a day off, like I want to spend it with people. Yeah. That I can produce and. Oh, hey! By the way, happy birthday! Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I missed it. But <laughs> happy birthday! Don't worry, man. I missed it too. <laughs> Dude, oh, the dirty thirty, man. Dude, I don't know what it is. My parents, they don't really have a lot of friends. They don't, like, hang out or go out or do anything. So, for me, like, that's one of my major, like, driving things is, like, who can we go hang out with? What can we do? And yeah. it's not fun just to go get drunk every weekend and yeah. forget about it. Like, I mean, it is fun. Don't get me wrong. I'm still doing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, stuff. I, I celebrated yeah. my birthday like I was Axl Rose or something. It was fucking yeah. <laughs> stupid, but... I Happy understand. Birthday, like yeah, it, it's it's all part of the cycle. Like yeah. you, you get burnt out. It just oh, it's the weekend. 
Let's well, if, get drunk. If drinks. I get drunk every day, dude, I really, I really spiral out to where I stop going to the gym. I'll, I'll stop cooking for myself, and I'm, I'm starting to just eat McDonald's every day, and and that really just brings me down. I got to keep moving. Yeah, see, yeah. I, I've never been a fan of like fast food sodas, anything like that. Yeah. Alcohol, I love. Fuck yeah! But to me, it's <laughs> like, uh, what's it doing for you, really? You know? Like, yeah, that's a, it's a question that yeah. I ask myself. Like, what's getting drunk worth? You know, it's. But for like how my body, my genome, how I think yeah. and I work, like it kind of greases my wheels a little bit, and it's kind of weird to say, yeah. but it's not saying like I'm an alcoholic. I'm I'm a certain type of alcoholic. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I'm a binge drinker. Yeah. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna fucking do it. But you know, waking up and drinking a beer first thing in the morning, and that cold beer <laughs> gets your belly going, and you take that shit. This you don't need to drink the rest of the day. You just need to get that cold beer in there and the carbonation. <laughs> yeah, just get that shit coffee out. Works too. You can do take coffee. a shower. I try the coffee, and then I get anxiety, <laughs> man. Like I've been honestly like out of alcohol yeah. and everything. Caffeine's what I've been trying to cut out. Oh yeah. Yeah, like I'm too um like a manic, like yeah, uh, doctor like. Uh, like yeah, they've told me, yeah. they've, they've, they told me like I'm hypomanic and yeah. whatnot. So like, I like, I do like, you know, caffeine and stuff because I, but I'm, I'm so up all the time. So that's like downers are kind of my downfall to be honest with you. Yeah. Like that's what chills me out. Like I'm super hyper yeah. right now and I haven't had any caffeine, no Adderall, no nothing. I'm just, you're just a hyped up dude. All the time, but it's not fun all the time, man. Like it's good to give your brain a rest, and that's where I find like when it comes to mental illness, like like our state is not doing a great job at allowing things that help people with mental illnesses um, calm down. Yeah, you got to take it into your own hands. You got to be lucky enough to have like a good job with insurance, and then you're good. Thank but, God I do. But it's hard for people with issues, man. Like you can have an episode, mm-hmm. you can lose it, and then like. What do you do? Go back to work? Like they don't want you around anymore. Like you gotta be. Yeah, yeah, it's tough for people. I did. Um, like I realized in retrospect, there was an episode that we deleted. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was, you know, just joking around. With my producer is not my producer. I always call him that, mm-hmm. but Zach. And um, I was just like, dude, just on, like sober, but just super in a manic episode and when you hit that like top peak yeah you feel like superman and you just say a bunch of shit and you just assume everyone's with you on it yeah you know what i mean yeah and in retrospect like when you come down from those episodes you're like ah oh, damn maybe i went too hard you know <laughs> i'm and glad I, you brought it up man i didn't want to i'm i'm glad that, th- that you took that decision and took that episode down cuz Zach, it really it made some waves, man. Like Zach was really upset, but I, I come at it from a different angle because I I understand your mindset and I I kind of have like I don't know. I always have this ability to kind of see people's intentions behind. Well, I, I feel like I do. I can see your intentions more than what you're actually communicating. And so I I knew where you're coming from. I I, I saw your apology a little bit differently than other people. So I, well, thank you yeah. for that because some people like that I apologize to are just like, you still don't get it, but okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, well 
Well, people get burned, man. It's it's hard when people, if you get burned and you're that person that has that armor up now, like, it's gonna be harder for other people to get through that. No, yeah. definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, I think it was a good thing that we yeah. took it down. Thank you for that. It's <laughs> like oh, you mentored me in that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, myself alone would have been like, ah, keep it up. I already had a yeah. hundred downloads in the first fucking twelve hours. Like, keep it up. You know what I mean? But, you know, Zach is my boy. Zach's and your I boy, dude. I fucking love him since day one, dude. Like, I've known Zach since I was like, since he was like 16. I was maybe 18. So I've known that kid forever. Yeah. I'm 30 now. Like, I never intended to hurt him. It was never <laughs> like spiteful or anything like yeah. that. You know? And I do wish to get him back on here sometime. I want him on here too because I think – I. The whole I was telling him he reacted a certain way, but I was telling him this is an opportunity for you, man. Go on the show, go defend yourself, show show people there's a reason that that your services are worth money. Like mm-hmm. you you are bringing something to the table. Go out there, highlight your skills, and just talk about it. And you have you as an advocate now, and then suddenly it's not damaging his personal like brand or anything. It's it's building no. it up. It's an opportunity. Um, but he, I guess he wasn't ready for that. So maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I texted him. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. You're to starting th- to build the bridge back, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess I didn't yeah. think I completely burned no, it down yeah. like fucking Daenerys. <laughs> I wasn't like going Khaleesi yeah, on him and burning that. the whole fucking King's Landing down. You King know, Thrones, yeah. uh, but I grew up with like a lot of brothers. Yeah. And like one thing is busting balls. Yeah. That's what we do. Like yeah. you bust balls. That's how we get through the day. They had an Italian dad who was also a Marine. It's just, that's what it is, you know? Like, yeah. Just bust balls. And I understand, like, you know, people have, you know, different feels. So, I mean, Zach is someone that, like, no matter what he might feel or say, I know how I feel. And my feeling is, like, he's my boy since day one. I never said anything to fucking step over or like yeah. hurt him. And I felt like in the end too, in that particular podcast, I was like, go check him out for everything, blah, blah, blah. Like I promoted him, but I did it in a way that I was kind of raised. Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, like you, when you get in like management too, it's kind of like yeah. you give like, uh, you shoot him down twice and you bring him up once. That's kind of like management is, yeah. you know what I mean? You keep people in line. I like but, to make the sandwich, you know? There you go. So nice that means so nice. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> but no, and I, I, I. Well, it's all right, man. We can move past it. You, you, you're done with it. It's, it's over. And oh and no, Zach, that was episodes ago. Yeah, it was yeah. episodes ago. And Zach's, Zach's moving on. We're making more stuff, dude. Yeah. Uh, Zach and I were gonna shoot a, a short film yes tomorrow, but I think it's been postponed for now. Um, got other stuff in the works, man. We we've been doing other podcasts. We've been working nice. on. We got a new like soundboard thing. We're working with Eric. We talked about Eric Casares, dude. We're making a, a music podcast with him. Nice. Yeah, where he dude, he's the best. It comes with music articles and everything. Dude, he's next level, dude. We were uh, we were recording with him and Fader Friend, and his his whole thing is called cover stories now, where it's like, all right, you covered this song, we're gonna have you play the song, like in the in the oh, in the studio. I love that. Yeah, and then tell us why. Like, why did you cover this song? goes it dives deep into like you know people's influences and all this fun stuff so yeah man we've been 
just keep on trucking. It's fine. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I have. I, 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 you know, I consistently put them out. Um, I do think like you and well, Zach, cause in the beginning I was paying for like every episode to like, you know, get yeah. up and do that. And then when he was just kind of like, Hey, just here's the password. Just fucking <laughs> do it yourself. It. Yeah. it was kind of like, uh, like the next step for me in radio and podcasting. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I don't have to wait for someone. I could do this mm-hmm. any time of day at this table we're at right now. Usually I do in the other room if I'm alone, but at this table, you know? Yeah. And I could plan it up at midnight, three in the morning, whatever the fuck. And that created like consistency. Yeah. And that's when people were like, oh man, hey, I haven't heard one in like a week. And I'm like, damn, you're right. <laughs> you know, like I haven't dropped an hour this week. Yeah. So I think, uh, Sticker fridge, dude, like with everything that's going on in the podcast, dude, like in the articles, the writing, the short films, just kind of like the hot spot for like if people come visit San Antonio, like at the Waterburger at the Pearl that yeah, I work at. Water, yeah. When people ask me like what are you know, what's going on in the city, I just say stickerfridge.com, check it out. Nice. And people go to it yeah, like man. they're like oh we're visiting from california we're visiting from oregon we're visiting from wherever and they'll go there and they're like oh shit it's cool shit going down um <laughs> that's dope <laughs> and it works yeah okay. dude, fuck yeah i do the same thing constantly just when I, if i'm out in another city i'm putting stickers up talking to people yeah it's fun yeah the statistics have been you fun like the to statistics? watch I, yeah. i'm a stat <laughs> guy i'm a number guy man i need it like, I like sports. I like statistics. Uh-huh. I need you know how it goes. So when I see, like, the Metro, and I'm like, oh, damn. Fucking McAllen has been downloading. Yeah. Grand Junction, Colorado. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's know, weird, right? Yeah. yeah. And you're like, <laughs> how'd you find this? Who the fucking Okinawa has been Google? downloading yeah. this? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea. There was one thing that I put up um, just as a test. I wanted to see what it was like. I, I don't remember. I think it might have been... I don't know, some sports-related thing where, where we put up the article and I, I tried all the SEO, like the search engine, like all the keywords and stuff. Then I just went to Google and I typed in those words. We're on like result page number two. Like we're not – like that wasn't coming up right away. So I don't know how people are finding us. Like, they have to be like typing in sticker fridge for it to like work. Well, I, I mean – I blab a lot. I talk yeah. a lot. So, I mean, I'm always like, oh, stickerfridge.com. Yeah. Let's get a podcast. Yeah. So, I know I'm doing that. I'm yeah. fucking talking that shit up. But I think San Antonio is like one of those cities I feel like we're kind of. It's a cusp, dude. We're on the cusp. Yeah, we're on the cusp. It's like, you know, when Chicago and Boston and all those great yeah. cities blew up. Detroit, when they were great. Now it's our turn. Oh, yeah. 100%. And right I've place, been right waiting time. for this yeah. for so long. Uh-huh. And um, now I've been thinking about la- this whole last year. I was thinking of moving to Austin just because I wanted to be around a younger set of people, just a different mindset. Every time I go up and visit, I'm like, oh man, San Antonio is kind of cooler. Like, right San Antonio's now. got it going right now, man. Even though we got like 500 downloads from the last couple from Austin. No, I'm Austin's, sorry, Austin's Austin, nice, dude. dude. Austin's got the, the lake, is the thing that they've got that I wish we had, dude. I wish we had like a Barton Springs and like a lake. Yeah. Uh, it's just, I mean, I lived there and I did yeah. the thing. And <laughs> yeah. it's like when I visit, it's like a no more than two days. Yeah. Then I'm done. I'm out, dude. I like a fucking light. Like, Austin's kind of like, um, I love New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of those cities. 
Dude, like, San Antonio, I love San Antonio. I just got back from Atlanta, and as soon as you get to Atlanta, like you're looking at the building and the architecture, and it all kind of looks kind of similar, kind of gray, and just like really like, to me it looked like 80s-ish, but just like big, big like cement-looking buildings, and I mean, I'm sure they've got all kinds of stuff going on, but that was the right. that was what it appeared to to me. And I'm like used to San Antonio, where everything is different so colors. So culturally, you got different types teal, of architecture, purple, right? yeah. fucking libraries, and oh yeah, dude, we got all kinds of crazy stuff here. Do we have? There's like a the library's wild. There's like a, a courthouse yeah. or something that's got like these weird spires on it. <laughs> uh, you get that Time Life building with the green. Yeah, that, I've been that to that the courthouse building. That new Frost building. The is, new Frost um, building is beautiful. I looked it up. They're, they're, it's Neo. Uh, some fucking. It's got Neo in the name of the architecture. Like, <laughs> like Neo, Dodge bullets Neo Futuristic and Architecture. That's what that building is. It's That's what they as, call it. Neo yeah. Futuristic. That's the style. Like, you have Gothic and like classic. Yeah, yeah. This one's Neo Futuristic. Like, it's a yeah. crazy city to live That's in. That's a dude. sub like, uh, category I never even knew about. That's a subreddit yeah. I need to follow. Neo Futuristic <laughs> uh, Architecture. Yeah, dude. But. I always felt it so disrespectful. <laughs> I always felt it though. Like when I was growing up, I was like, this city is going to blow and there's no fucking yeah. ifs, sanders or butts around it. It's this, this, our generation and the one after us, it's up to us to kind of do something new, man, do something different. Like that's all it is. Like if you look at all the crazy bands that have come up, like there's waves of it, but there's always like mm. the first few bands that do something different. And everyone's like, what the fuck is this? What am I listening to? The first time I heard uh, Mars Volta. Oh, yeah. Dude, it blew my mind. Like, I was, that was like the first band where I was like, what the fuck, dude? This isn't yeah. just radio rock. Like, it's not. What was the band before Mars Volta? Uh, oh, At the Drive-In? At the Drive-In. Yeah. Eric Casares. Oh, yeah. He's the one who got me into that mm-hmm. when I was living in Austin. I was like, what? Yeah. So, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. Yeah. The time signatures, the whole everything. Yeah, it's dope, dude. It's fun. So that's it, though. Just do something different. If you're the only one doing it, you're the only one. You're the best that there is at doing that thing. That's true. And yeah, just to make some waves, dude. Do something different. Make something new. Like San Antonio, dude, coming up. I don't want to stroke my dick yeah. right now, but I think I'm pretty much like in San Antonio. Probably the best at talking shit in a microphone right now. <laughs> the best at talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uninformed. You got some fire right now? Some <laughs> uninformed, strong opinions and talking shit. Hit me with one. What do you got? Right now, I want to talk this with someone about people buying fucking dope-ass cars in gay-ass fucking colors, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was listening to that, yeah. Dude, seriously, <laughs> I saw a Challenger. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. American muscle. It's a $60,000 car standard, right? Before you add the add-ons, yeah. your Bluetooth, your big rims, and all yeah. that shit. And then you're going to make it fucking rainbow, dude? Self-success. Seriously, <laughs> dude? I, what are people doing with their money? I don't understand how people have this much money that they can... These are their toys. Just do with it. Yeah. like To me, I'm like... I'm looking at the people... My, the Whataburger I work at, they pay us pretty well. Nice. And I look at the people that have kids... And they 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 have house payments and stuff. I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that on our, our on the salary oh, no. that we're making? People out there buying cars. Like, I, I would have to think they're all in big credit. Credit, debt. yeah. That's what I would think. Yeah. But the the fucked up thing about the nature of the beast is you have to throw yourself into debt, yeah. get <laughs> yeah. yourself out to prove the banks that yeah. you can make money, uh-huh. get yourself out of the debt, 
and then your credit score is like 750. Yeah. Then you have, they have access to more debt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, yeah, you, your credit cards are like $10,000 limits and all that. What are these people thinking? Driving around their crazy colored cars. Dude, what is a... Like, you can't turn that in. You can repaint. You can wrap it. You People do vinyl wraps now. <laughs> a vinyl wrap? Dude, you just yeah. bought the car, yeah. dude. Just get it in a color that works. Yeah. Get it in blue. People have bad taste, too, man. Not everyone's got... That's true, but like, good taste. if you're going to fucking yeah. actually buy that thing for the rest <laughs> of your life, like, do you really want a chameleon-colored Jeep? For the rest of your life, dude. Jeeps don't even get me started on Jeeps, man. Jeeps have their own culture. Those Jeep people are wild. I know about the whole peace sign when you drive by one. (laughs) Yeah, that little Jeep wave. But they're they're wild because talk about roof off, dude. Rappers always rapping about, oh shit, I'm so blown, my fucking roof's off. (laughs) They literally have their roof off. Yeah, like Jeeps been in it, dude. Jeeps Jeeps been in it. I don't. The thing that kept me from buying a Jeep was always the plastic windows. Like I don't understand that. Like <laughs> keep the Velociraptors out, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it just seemed to me like if someone wanted in your, I guess if anyone wants in your car, they're gonna get in it. But like with yeah. the Jeep, it just seems too easy. Yeah, that's why yeah. you don't leave anything in there worth yeah. it. Like when I had my Camaro, my nineteen eighty yeah. Berlinetta. It was a, a, technically a seventy nine, but it came out in nineteen eighty, and I. No AC, you know what I mean? Barely any power steering. But I always, windows down, unlocked, but there was nothing in there. Yeah. There's no cassette player, anything to steal. You could try to jack it, but it's a <laughs> one-of-a-kind fucking kind of car. So I'd yeah. get it before you can get it off the ground. And, yeah, it's just a freedom. It's It's a weird freedom. To leave your windows down and your doors unlocked? All the time. Yeah. For From 16 years old to 22 years old. I just never left anything in there worth taking. Man, I can't do that. Maybe a woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Dude, I, I'm going to tell the story. Oh, fuck, I don't want to tell the story, but I'm going to tell the tell story. Tell it, man. Now you got to spill that tea. Through okay. The beans. So... When I had the Berlinetta, it would like that was old school Detroit steel American muscle. And when you crank that fucking thing on and yeah. and you're sitting like less than six inches off the ground, right? In bucket seats, right? And all fucking steel. And you're like literally this low, right? <laughs> and you're about to hit the highway and you feel every little every little bump in uh-huh. the road. I had a girl fucking orgasm in it. <laughs> Straight up. I was going 45 what? on Bandera, bro. I wasn't even going that fast. I pulled out of her neighborhood. She was sitting in the next seat. And I turn on to Bandera. And I go, and I start driving. And I'm going like 30 yeah. to 35 to 40. She's like, oh, ah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. You're a wild well, you one. You know what that is, too? There's, it's vibrations. Yeah. But it's also a little bit scary. Dude, they like it. They like, yeah, just being a little bit scared, dude. You're, you're in control. They can't do anything. Yeah, now I feel that. Those <laughs> no, and there was no airbags in that thing, dude. Oh fuck no! Yeah, the only airbags were the ones that she had on her chest. Dude, cars are fun. They are. Dude, when I uh, my first job was uh, working at the Water Burger for my. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I worked at a. Uh, 
Alamo Body and Paint. My dad was like the oh, like the manager. He was like in, he was running the shop there. And that was when I was like 16, and I found out this dude had had a car for like years. Was this 10 off years. Grissom? This one was on Days of Allah. Okay. Yeah, so it's it's a different store now. It's a different place. Um, this dude had like a, a old school Mustang. Like I don't know what year it was, but it was one of the and half years. You know how they do the halves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sixty four and a half. Yeah. Whatever. And it, he was like he had been t- t- like tinkering with this thing and like souping it up for like ten years. And I'm like, I'm looking in the back and I've been working there for six months or so. And I'm like, hey, dad, what is that? And he's like, oh, that's our car. That's my car. Don't tell your mom about it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he had told her he had sold that thing like five years prior. And you he can't still get rid of your baby, dude, though. No. And that thing was fun. That thing was fast. He he'd like got it ready to like go racing with. Dude, this is yeah. the reason we'll never convert to like. Self-driving. Like, Well, just clean fuel there's something about getting in a muscle car american muscle Mm -hmm. if i have to say and you smell the leather you smell the gasoline from the carburetor it's like you're in a different world sometimes i don't even know if my car turns on i'm like (laughs) i can't hear it yeah i don't feel it and then it's like oh bluetooth connected to dom Mm. iphone and i'm like oh my car's on yeah no that feeling though of that Fucking gasoline burning out the carb, all that hitting you in the fucking face, just yes. <laughs> and then you got the leather seats, and you got, and dude, you got a bad bitch next to you, dude, yeah. or dude, I don't know who you fucking yeah. who you're into, dude. That's why you just use y'all. Yeah, it's fucking gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like at the water burger at the pearl that I work yeah. at, they're like always address them by their names. And like sometimes I get tables. I'm like, um, two ladies, um, obviously one is the dude of the relationship, but, <laughs> so I just go, Hey, how y'all doing? Welcome to the Whataburger at the Pro yeah. that I work at. It's safe. Y'all, dude. Dude. Key. Super gender neutral. Yeah. <laughs> it's binary. Yeah. How binary is fucking y'all? You either y'all or you're not y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Or you're Yankee and yeah. you guys. Yeah. But then all of a sudden you're saying guys. Yeah. See? Y'all. Hmm. Fucking safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that whole, I mean, whatever. Box of worms, open up that whole. I have nothing to add to that gender conversation. Good no, for y'all. No, flex. No, no, no. If, you, if you want to flex on gender people, do it. Like, no, if, dude, no, I no, love no, them, dude. You, yeah, like, I'll tell you this. First off, the gays, dude, are straight <laughs> up. Gays. No, I, I'll yeah. say it. Like, dude, like, they... They were in packs, like a pride, like a pride of lions. I think mm-hmm. the only other pack of animals on earth that walk in pride are All the right. gays. <laughs> but, dude, they party the best. Mm-hmm. They're organized. They have the best drugs. Oh, off, hell yeah. Off, off, off mic. They have the best shit. But, like, if I want, like, let's say I'm going to get married. Mm-hmm. Who do I want as my wedding planner? Yeah. Some old white lady? Or some flamboyant gay dude who's gonna turn that shit <laughs> up? Yeah, dude. I know I love gay people. I have so many gay friends. Dude, I have a ton. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah, San Antonio's but, kind of be like yeah. uh, like a mini San Francisco for like yeah. opening up. Yeah, we're. I don't. Everyone's nice here. I don't know. There's we're very a, liberal here. Yeah. We vote Blue Democrat level. here. Yeah. Austin, Dallas, and San Antonio are very Democrat. Even the older people, even the older Republicans, those are nice people. They're not. They are. 
they have some backwards ideas, but like I think that they're they're doing their best. They're they're not out to well, hurt. And they anybody. also like read school books yeah. written from nineteen oh eight. So yeah, yeah. No what kidding. can you do from education? You know, like that's one thing about America is like everyone would be on the same page if we literally had a book and everyone was on the same page. Like people in Alabama, in some poor county of Alabama aren't reading the same school books that someone in a nice part of New York is. A hundred percent, dude. They're reading dude, Alabama completely <laughs> different. They're 50th in education, dude. There you go. They're last place. But they're reading old books. Yeah. Hand-me-downs. Yeah, they're, they're uh, so their state legislation let them down. How do we fix that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're just going to keep giving hand-me-downs to states like that. Like, yeah. I have friends um, from Louisiana. They grew up in Louisiana, um, outside of like New Orleans, but like they grew up there and they were like, man, you take Texas history, like your books are all different. Like we never knew anything about any yeah. of that. And I read their books, like they talk about the KKK and the founding of that. Uh-huh. Like they have education on that. That's wild. Yeah. You ain't going to find that shit in San Benito or fucking California or anything like that ain't going to happen. Yeah, dude, these... A lot of school is socializing and almost brainwashing in a sense where they're like, Texas is dope as fuck. Look at all this cool stuff that Texas is doing. So we all grow up with all this cool Texas pride. True. And I'm sure that other people are, are learning about their history, and that's why they all have these uh, – what are those flags? The Confederate flags. Mm-hmm. And that's because they think of it differently because they've been educated that way. Um yeah, no, Texas Texas really is one of the best places in the world, man. Like, yeah. You ever think about that? Like – we're living in the coolest time in a country where there's not a lot of threats Not just to us. the coolest time, the greatest time to ever live. Dude, fuck yeah. In the timeline of history. There are kings in the past that have less privilege than we have. Like, exactly. If they wanted to go somewhere, they got to spend a month riding on horses with all this cool... And if I want to go somewhere, I'm going to spend $200. I'm going to fly for an hour and a half wherever I want to be. I'm going to land and I'm going to be there. And I have a computer in my pocket that I'm yeah. never going to be lost. I'm I just call be... this my, my yeah. external brain. Yeah, 100%. It's dope as fuck, dude. And then if you are, if you happen to be transgender or gay, you can you have the freedom to go express that. Yeah. yeah. You get, well, a lot of places nowadays, you can still get stoned for that. But like yeah. America, <laughs> yeah. we live in the best. Yeah, and dude, Texas being that. And Texas is the best of the yeah. best. We're safe here, dude. dude. I've always said we have a self-sustaining power grid. Mm-hmm. So like, if shit went down, we would still have electricity in Texas. <laughs> you know what I mean? We had a hurricane hit us in Houston that yep. was bigger than Katrina, and it just kind of fizzled out. Yeah. Like, and then when a hurricane really did hit Houston really bad, and it flooded what like two years yeah. ago or so. With that gas, yeah, it was two years ago. About right. Yeah. Remember all the videos online of just trucks. Yeah. Just native Texans helping other Texans out. Yeah. We didn't have to call the armed guards. No. We didn't have to call in the military for anything. We just had a bunch of Ford F-250s. People are are here to help, man. Like, we're all all neighbors. I mean, even, I mean, Louisiana, those people came over. That's true. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, we got you. They're right there. I fucks with Louisiana, dude. Fuck, yeah, Louisiana. I'm going to New Orleans uh, next month, man. I'm still. Oh, shit. I haven't been been since 2009 or so. Ooh. Okay, word. About 10 years, yeah. I think the last time I went, it was like 14 or 15. But I'm going to go see Cowboys play the Saints in um, November or so. Very cool. So it should be fun. (laughs) But I go there. I always tell people, 
knock out the shit. Go to the museum. Yeah. Go to Cafe Dumont. Eat some beignets. Drink some coffee. Go to use the restroom at Cafe Dumont. People don't understand don't how fun is that is. Good? It's like you're in the kitchen. Everything's covered in powder, like um, sugar. Sugar, butter, yeah, the powdered yeah. sugar everywhere. You just sit in line and you use that bathroom. And for some reason, that was one of my favorite parts of like going <laughs> to Louisiana. I was yeah. like, I am, I'm at a historic place now that uh-huh. like fucking Hemingway would hang out yeah. at. You know, it's dope. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sitting. I'm waiting in line at this bathroom, and I'm excited to use this bathroom that doesn't have a lock. Just a line of people sitting in the kitchens and powdered sugar everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. That that place has culture as deep as San Antonio does. Dude, maybe even a little deeper. I don't know. Longer. They, it's a little more flamboyant. Like, it's a... Uh, oh, some witchcraft. We, we have too. some pretty cool stuff in common with Louisiana, too. Like, the first... Like, jazz came out of, like, there. Yeah. And the first jazz album was recorded downtown San Antonio. Like Yeah, and one yeah. of the first blues albums, too. Uh-huh. Right yeah, down dude. there. Whenever Katrina happened, do people moved here? I remember kids showing up to school. Uh, some fights new at restaurants first. showed up. Dude, the cookhouse? Is it the yeah. cookout? The cookhouse. Boiler house. You have NOLA. Yeah. You have, yeah. like, a bunch of influence from Louisiana uh-huh. now. I mean, that's the reason I'm a Saints fan. You thought I was going to go yeah, see the Saints because the, the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. No. No. Fuck the no. Cowboys or what? Nah, fuck no. the Cowboys. I grew up watching the Cowboys because I had a grandpa from Italy, and like that was like the most yeah. American thing was like to be a Cowboys fan and drink Budweiser, and that was like his shit. So I watched literally like the Cowboys my whole life, and then when Katrina happened, they had to play in San Antonio. Right. So they played like four or five games in San Antonio, and my dad, being from Detroit, was like, "We're gonna watch the Lions play the Saints." And I was cool. like, cool, all yeah. right, my first NFL game ever. Mm-hmm. And we went down there, and I walked out a Saints fan. That's cool. I was like, this is dope. Drew Brees is the shit, and it's super small. Yeah. You don't realize, like, actually how small it looks. Like, in real life, it's like you watch it, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, it is only 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> On TV, it's a fucking spectacle, yeah. you know what I mean? Dude, those those NFL guys, they got it down. <sighs> I can't really watch live games though. I get I get too caught up with the the advertising, but I'm just like y'all are just getting sold Doritos and Bud Light. Like, I don't know. I can't watch it anymore. I can't do it. Uh, some of the rules, man, have made me like kind of think twice about some things. But it's fun to because gamble. my Saints have been fucked out. <laughs> I've talked about this, but my Saints have been fucked out of the fucking Super Bowl for two years. Two consecutive years. How much does Drew Brees have left? Sorry. No, I mean, yeah. Had to let that one out. <laughs> you ever wonder how I do an hour by myself? That's how. Yes. Yeah, dude, you got that. You got it. You got it going on. You think you can't stop thinking about another stuff to say. Do it. I just it keeps rolling. Do it. Already forty three minutes no way. in. All right, dude, we got to talk about some other stuff. All right, so you were talking okay, about. Hold up. Oh. Let's take a let's take a Caesar break real quick. All right, let's do it. And <laughs> we are back, dude. Back, back at it. Back fucking at it, dude. It's another forty five minutes. It's like one of these things. Like I don't even feel like forty five fucking minutes. Yeah. No, I usually can't go more than a few minutes without picking up my phone. You know, just like scrolling through something for no reason. Yeah, so tell me, so you can't do the windows down. Oh yeah, yeah. Unlock- so I was gonna say. 
I, I could never do that. Just leaving your windows down. I would be sitting there thinking about my car the entire time. Like I, uh, I had this hack that I kind of do whenever I go traveling. You ever, you ever, uh, I guess you're pretty close to the airport here, mm-hmm. but I'm like 40 minutes away from it out by SeaWorld and an Uber, an Uber to the airport's going to be like $45 yeah, or something. Easy, 50 bucks. Or parking at the airport's going to be super expensive. So what I'll do is I will go to the uh, Alamo Draft House Park North, and I'll park underground and just leave yeah. my car there for three no or four days. No one's going to fucking tow it. There's so many different businesses. There's no signs about it, right? And then you just take a $3 Uber to the airport from there because that's right next door. The whole time I was out in Seattle, dude, I was sitting there thinking, I wonder if someone's going to tow my car. <laughs> just anxiety, just like thinking about these things that what if that happens? What's going to happen? Not so. Yeah. I, I have a generalized anxiety disorder. Do you really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about this. You have like doctors. I would need to go see a doctor about it. I had to see a, yeah. a psychiatrist first. Yeah. And then I saw a therapist. And actually, I love therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everyone should do it, to be honest. I don't care what. Even if you feel like your life is fine, yeah. I think everyone should go to therapy. I'm going to do it. I've, I've been thinking about doing it for a while, and I had this incident kind of trigger me at work where I've, I've been on, on like that cycle, you know, like where do a bunch of stuff, accomplish a bunch of things, and then uh, that's all done. I've got this hole in my life where I'm like, oh, I thought that was going to be it. I thought I was going to be you know, done with this, but no, no, no more happy than I was before. Hmm. I started thinking, oh, what do I need to be doing? What do I need to be working on? And so at work recently, it kind of came to a head where it was Monday. It was two days ago, three days ago. It was at work. It was Monday, like 11, 10 a.m. And uh, I work at Whataburger, but it's like a, it's one of those Whataburgers in the financial industry. Where yeah. You're, you're talking to financial advisors and selling mutual funds and stuff. The Whataburger in the, right, the <laughs> administrative <laughs> yeah. financial accounting. Yeah. So the this alarm came on and it says... We've had fire drills before, right? People know what to do. But this alarm came on that said, attention, there's an unknown armed assailant in the building. Take action to leave the building immediately or hide. And so we're all looking around like, what? what is this, you know? Um, and there's a group of people who are trained for these, these alarms and these drills. And they tell them a couple of days before we're going to have a drill. We're looking around. And these people are like, this isn't a drill. This is a real thing. So... It's like a crazy stressful Same hour. Same shit they said in 9-11, but yeah. continue. I don't want to get conspiracy so about it. We're all we're all trying to get out of the building, man. And we're thinking, oh, this is this is the world now. It's finally happening to us. There's someone in here that's got a gun. They're gonna shoot oh as many God. people as they can. It gives me the chills right now. And so it's kind I don't of like you that. kinda have like this bottleneck of people trying to get out the door and I'm looking around and people I'm, are gonna start walking over them. Yeah, I'm like making sure that my team is okay. I'm like looking around, making like who do I not recognize? Because uh, once the alarm hits, I'm thinking, oh, if I'm if I'm a gunman and I'm burned, why not put the gun away and just walk out with everyone else? I don't I don't know. I'm just like these yeah. are the things that happen in, in when when there's like crazy crisis scenarios are happening. Well, that's not normal. It's not normal at all, dude. And then like for that shit to happen, we're standing anywhere. outside, dude. People are hiding in the the woods outside. Oh God! Someone stepped on a cactus. This girl was at the gym. She was like in a bush. She broke out in hives. Probably like ten people that shit themselves. Five minutes go by. We're not hearing anything. The police drive Some up. Some girl stepped on a cactus. She just dude. ran out in the woods. People were scared. People were yeah. hiding. There were people in the parking garage hiding behind cars. Like it was wild. And then the cops show up, like, oh, this is a real thing. 
Someone had gone on to, there's like a website you can go to like San Antonio, whatever, and like look at the active police responses. Mm-hmm. They had called the police. The police came and they, they were like trying to make sure everyone was safe. It turned out that it was just some guy who, just a Texan with a gun, you know, just walking around like a visitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't realize that our premises, they weren't allowed to have that on there. So someone saw it and triggered it and freaked everyone out. Yeah, you can't carry a gun in a water burger. Yeah. And so there was never anyone who was trying to hurt us. There was never anyone that was... Nah, he opened carry yeah. and someone saw it and freaked out. And so for someone like me, dude, the, the whole, the rest of the week, I'm just like... On I'm, edge? I'm on edge, man. I'm looking around. I like can't focus as well. Uh, it's just kind of like... Ah, ah. Yeah. And so I had a meeting scheduled for, with my manager. It was like one of those, you know, let's talk about how your performance is thing. And she reschedules it. Oh, we're going to do it at a different time. We're going to do it at the end of the week. Friday at the end of the day, and I'm like, eh, to me, I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm getting fired now. Like, why would they do this? Like, uh, I don't think so. No, definitely not. It's just this is like this is like a general. Yeah, just but that's how your your thought yeah. process goes. Uh-huh. You always it goes to the worst first, and yeah. then you got you you chuck it back to yeah. like, okay, it's got to be all right. It's got to no, be a real thing. Yeah, they're gonna fire you. They would have fucking just set you day down. Up, and been yeah. like, you're Boom, done. You're out. Yeah, they wouldn't pay you more <laughs> they wouldn't keep paying you to no. fire you no it's ridiculous they're gonna they're gonna give me more money they're gonna promote me but yeah it's well congratulations i need i think i'm with you on this i think i need to go see somebody to talk just like i think therapy man yeah. i'm telling you like a psychiatrist will give you drugs yeah they're they're gonna won't. be dependent on drugs yes yeah. therapists don't though yeah. like and i saw a male therapist for years in my early 20s and I fucking loved it. Do you like the glass? I like the glass a lot. We're, we're oh. drinking the Dr. Becker. Yeah, Dr. Becker. Yeah. Uh, Becker Cabernet. This is the uh, iconic cast, I believe. Cabernet Sauvignon 2017 That's vintage. Very nice, dude. Nice choice. Uh, they get better and better every year, man. And Dr. Becker kept my grandpa alive for five years with pancreatic cancer. So I've met Becker, I've walked his vineyards, and I've known him as a doctor, and he is, he's just a humble guy. Yeah. You know, Dude, he, I love meeting those people. I had, um, I had to sit down with some of the uh, the billionaire, like, uh, fund directors and have lunch with them one day. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys, do this, this company has $1.8 trillion assets under management. Like, they're, they're big boys, you know? Yeah. Uh, and the Whataburger I work at. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, only billionaire in San Antonio. You're just like you're in the room with him for an hour having lunch. And you get to ask him maybe a couple questions. And so I got to ask him like, "Hey, um, what have you learned? What's the best lesson? What can I take away from this? What's the the biggest thing about being like a leader and a manager?" And he said, "His his thing was you can never do anything by yourself. Like don't try to do it alone." Okay. Like, it's all about teamwork, right? It's all you know, about... Christ had 12 disciples, bro. Yeah. Well, I've always... You, you need you, a team. You grow up and you hear, if you want something done, do it Do it right. You would do it yourself. So I was always like that guy who was like, all right, no, I got this. I can do it. And just oh, burn myself out because I'm not delegating properly. But that was one of the biggest things with those dudes. It was just so simple. It's... it's you have to do it as a team. Yeah, you do and it you as a team. you have to put ego aside. Yeah. If you want to make the money. Dude, this is Those like, I don't, I don't want to bring this back to like Zach, but dude, <laughs> like I miss him like at legitimately as a friend. No, and I don't know. Yeah. Like we talk, we text, 
but he replies in like one text. He doesn't answer my phone calls. I'm just, it's hard. What you like, should do? Get him a real nice pen. That's all, that's all it's gonna take. I can give him this one. It's like a hundred dollar pen. Dude, dude. Why loves, the fuck do I even have a hundred dollar? Dude pen? loves pens. He loves pens. Yeah, dude. That'd be a be a nice gesture. Should I get some shit engraved on it? Dude, dude, I don't know, dude. You don't have to spend money on it. Um, he just what loves do you mean? pens. I gotta spend money. A hundred bucks, yeah, that's a, that's a lot for a pen. Yeah. Um, Drop the pens in the location <laughs> as I pull up in that bulletproof spaceship. No, um, he, the people that are gonna be in your life are the ones that want to be there and they're gonna make time for you. If you start doing that for him, man, if you start being around, showing him uh, that you want to be in his life, it's that's a big move. I, I try, yeah. man. Just miss guy. Yeah, <laughs> you hear that, Zach? We miss you. Yeah, because we're like we're coming up yeah. on the one year mark, yeah. man. I I think I started Domcast first episode June fourteenth. June Juneteenth. Juneteenth. Which Juneteenth is the real Juneteenth? Is it that one? Juneteenth. Juneteenth is like a uh, it's like a black holiday. You want me to look it up? Yeah, right. please. <laughs> 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 well, you got. Uh, Juneteenth? Was it like halfway to Christmas or something? Who celebrates Juneteenth? Uh, June 19th uh, commemorates the announcement of the abolition of slavery in the U.S. Oh, well, I praise that. I do have a a new holiday for June. You want to hear about it? Yeah, fuck yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you have to to get it between Mother's Day and Memorial Day or whatever is coming up next week and Father's Father's Day, Day, right? So okay. you sandwich it in like the first couple weekends in June, whatever you can figure out. But it's called Halfway Thanksgiving slash Encouragement Day, right? So it's it's like a Thanksgiving. Okay. You, you eat Thanksgiving food, but it's like leftover. You make sandwiches. Like that's how you celebrate it. Okay. And what you do is you just hype up your boys. Uh, it's halfway oh. between New Year's and the end of the year, right? So you want to be like, hey, what, what were your New Year's resolutions? What have you done so far? You did a great job doing this, man. You should keep with it. You should keep doing the podcast thing. You're going to hit something big, you know? And then you just hype each other up. You Can just I celebrate gotta, this with you? Yeah, dude. Just <laughs> That's all it is. You just you <laughs> eat Thanksgiving sandwiches. Yeah, you hype up your sandwiches buddies. with some mashed potatoes yeah. on it, too. And Boom, dude. And then it's it's just like a, a great way to get some uh, perspective on the year and how it's going. And to reorient yourself for when Thanksgiving rolls around, now I'm thankful. I'm like, Dom, thank you so much for hyping me up, man. You were the reason I finished my goal. Thank you. You know, and then you have somebody else to be thankful for. That's good. So uh, this year is what day? What is, what day is the fall on? I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. You pick it. I mean, it's not a real holiday, man. Just do. The, I know, but let's pick uh, it and let's get Zach back. I'm gonna give you guys a whole range. I'm gonna say it's between June 6th and June 9th. So Thursday the sixth because Thursday is the Thanksgiving. I'm very like numerical nine is yeah. my favorite number. Nine Sunday the ninth. That's Sunday, perfect. Sunday it's a Sunday June 9th. too. Yeah. Perfect. Sunday June ninth is halfway Thanksgiving perfect. slash Encouragement Day. Hype your boys up. So about it. I'm writing that down <laughs> right now. Okay. Sunday. It's a pure holiday, June dude. There's no like ninth. There's no commercialization. We're not. We're not waiting for Black Friday. I don't want to die. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I never was born, born at all. all. Carry, carry on, carry on, cause nothing really matters but the encouragement and friendship of your boys. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. I've been meaning to get that off the ground for a couple dun, of years dun, now, man. 
Dude. Fucking halfway Thanksgiving. We're making it a fucking thing, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> do dude. something different, man. I, and let's do a, like a halfway Thanksgiving right now, dude. Let's rub each other's dicks right now, dude. <laughs> let's do some Thank talking. you, dude. dude, for like, I never found well, I talked to yeah. Zach when we started this whole podcast thing. I said, you know what? I'm going to do like three or four episodes, maybe five. If I don't get 100 downloads, yeah. I'm just going to quit. And he was like, yeah, it's good. He's like, most people don't make it past nine episodes. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. By fifth episode, it was like 1,000 downloads. So shout out to Zach. Yeah. Shout and out he to was Zach, dude. The second episode guest. Yeah. He has been one of the, uh, he's been a guest on there too many times to count. Yeah. And, um, Mama, <laughs> ooh, way the wind blows, I don't want to cry. Dude, Queen has been so burnt out for me recently. Well, because the movie came out. Yeah. I still haven't watched the movie. Do I want to watch the movie? Dude, yes. Uh, Am I going to watch a movie? No. Have I listened to Queen my whole life? Yes. Yeah. Do, do I need to watch the movie to prove something? No. Yeah. Now, that That's all sucks. it is. Don't watch that movie. It Don't probably ruined it. Queen for me. Yeah. And everyone's telling me, oh, have you watched The Dirt about Motley Crue? Dude, I had the book. <laughs> I read the book, The Dirt. Read everyone's fucking chapters in it. Mm-hmm. gunk do, do I have to watch Machine Gun Kelly dress up as Nikki Six, dude? Yo, do you so think... So fuck yourself. Who Is do you it think... good, though, or not? Motley Did you Crue? watch it? No, I haven't seen it. Okay. No. I do like documentaries. I might check it out. I love Motley Crue, yeah. and I love documentaries, but I'm not going to watch that shit. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I miss I miss bands, dude. There's still some bands. There's some new bands that are really killing it right now. Greta Van Fleet. You like Greta? I love them. Love some Greta, like the new Zeppelin-ish vibe? Basically, yeah. a Zeppelin cover band, dude. <laughs> you know what I love about this? It's like a motorcycle. Yeah. A car, yeah. They made this... His guitars sound like a fucking yeah. American muscle car. That shit is just sounds like a carburetor. I can smell the fucking. Dude, you know what you octane. should do? You got to make a playlist, dude, for for the website. We've been putting out playlists every Wednesday. I I, I keep up with those. We got to get you on some uh, some I, rock and roll shit, dude. I could I could do a Dom Caesar playlist. You need to do one now. I I guess so. I guess so. So, <laughs> what else? Want? I want to talk about um, rock climbing, dude. Talk oh, to me, yeah. Because I just have a friend right now who's in Colorado Springs. She's a garden of the gods. Have you ever done it? Uh, no. Yeah, it's I've great. done. I've done like fake rock climbing. Yeah, the like, indoor. Yeah, the yeah. indoor. But that's not what I've been like, doing. I've been, it's, it's safer. I fell. I fell fucking fifteen feet yesterday, off the wall, just Holy going for something. Shit. But there's there's a. You know, solid two feet of padding below you. It's a safe environment to, like, just get better at it. Yeah, I heard, like, yeah. this is a weird fact, but a lot of people that die from rock climbing die in quarries. Because a lot of people rock climb around quarries. Huh. And then you drop so quick in a quarry and it's so low in the earth that it goes to, like, zero degrees and no one ever finds you. Or you fall and no one can hear you. Wow. Because you're in a quarry. <laughs> a server assistant told me this the other oh, day. Man. He was like, yeah, man, I've been watching YouTube videos about quarries and rock climbing. Dude, there's some crazy videos out there. We saw... This might be dark. <laughs> Not dark <laughs> enough for this, dude. Dude. Fucking uh, let it rip, they had dude. This dude. 
a Twitter video. This guy was up on a crane. At least it's not the old man walking out of the bus and dying, right? No, this dude was fooling around on a crane, just like straight up a couple hundred feet off the ground, hanging from it like monkey bars. Five seconds later, he's dropping. He's falling to his death. He hits the ground and just like a pink mist, just like end over. Like, why? Some, why was he doing that, dude? He's got to be on something, you know. Like, how, what about people? I don't. Know. Maybe some people really want assisted suicide and they don't know how to do it, <laughs> so they do that. Yo, dude, suicide is crazy. Uh, like the assisted suicide. Yeah, you go to Oregon, you can get it. Yeah. Do you watch that movie on Netflix? The um. No, but Hamilton? I had no, but I had a guest um, yeah. that I uh, a regular, yeah, and he was super depressed, yeah, and he literally drank twenty four seven, and it, he owned. I'm not gonna name names, but he owned like one of the best boutique guitar shops in San Antonio, mm-hmm. and uh, he kept talking about Oregon and how he has like a little place out there. And one day he just kind of he always drank gin and tonic with a splash of cranberry if he was yeah. feeling frisky. And he, um, I was like, I'm gonna go to Oregon and visit my family or whatever. He didn't have a family out there, and uh, he went to Oregon and never came back. And he talked wow. to me about it when he was drunk. He was like, Texas needs to get more liberal, like. If someone's so in, pain, in Oregon, they should relieve themselves. In Oregon, you can it is, you don't need to have been diagnosed with like inoperable cancer or something. They'll just give it to anybody. I'm not sure, <laughs> but I mean, like, I'm pretty sure yeah. they would just say, like, "Hey, yeah, you this sure? guy's livers yeah. ain't fucking working anymore." <laughs> Dude, comparing those drugs though to like the lethal injection drugs is nuts to me. What is actually? Do you know? Because I don't. Uh-huh. Know. Yeah, they. Um, well, first they they're supposed to give you a drug that um, numbs you. They're supposed to give like you a some, benzodiazepine. Like one of the like yeah, some Xanax, one of those Monopin, one of those things that just like, you, it's a painkiller, right? Oh, oh, opiate. Yeah, it's a it's a painkiller that they they recently outlawed. It's like you can't get it anymore. So they've they're people like the the that states are like looking for other alternatives and they can't find one right now. Uh, but that's what's supposed to happen. They're supposed to just like. Numb you out, sedate you, and then they're supposed to paralyze you, so that How do they, um, they, they you, like, give you another. They give, your it's, neck? it's three injections. The first one is the painkiller. Then they give you the paralytic. That's supposed to. Um, it's really only there so that the people watching don't get a crazy show of you like flailing around. Oh. And then they inject the the actual thing that stops you. It gives you cardiac arrest. Uh, but they keep fucking it up because they can't get that first chemical, and they they're not doctors. It's wild, man. They're not doctors, so they don't know how to find your vein, and they they inject it into your skin instead of like into a vein. So people, so are, some people might just die feeling yeah. all of it. So I'm wondering, like, why not give them the suicide pills? Is there is there something where we're okay killing people, but we don't want to force them to kill themselves because we don't want, like, what's the what's the morality behind this whole? Well, there's thing? a pill that does that, right? But like. It seems like it'd be more pleasant Percocet. to do it yourself than it would Molly be. Molly Percocet, yeah. yeah. Klonopin, any d- benzodiazepine, Xanax. All right, so about rock Valium. climbing. Here's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Everyone listening, thank you. I uh, I started doing rock climbing with my buddies. Hey, we hit it in an hour. Nice, fuck yeah. Cheers, let's cheers to it. <laughs> Dom Caesar, cheers. <laughs> Salute. Salute. Chen chi.
it's it's a way to work out that is it combines physicality with precision and if you're scared of heights, you're kind of conquering your fears at the same time. Okay. I like and, that. and because it's not a set thing, there's different ways to solve the problem of how are you going to get up the, the rocks. It's like a mental thing. So you, you're having to do problem solving. You're, you're using your body and you're having to be really deliberate with, with your movements and, and engage your whole body so that you're, that's you're true. controlling. You basically use every muscle too, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's dope as fuck, dude. Like so if I, you're trying to grab something, uh-huh. and let's say you're, you're grabbing with your yeah. right arm and your left arm falls. Yeah. Your core you're has using to be, everything yeah. uh-huh. to try to get yourself back up. You uh, yeah, you had it's all harm yet it's harmonious. You have to like make sure your body's in okay. the right like you're doing the right thing with whatever. But you're also support supposed to use the least effort possible and use the right technique. Yeah, cuz you want to keep cuz you want to energy keep doing it. Yeah, so it's it's a it's hard is what I like. It's hard and it's fun and it's mentally stimulating. I had spent like a year and a half at the gym just lifting weights, which is fun because you get to see like progress and stuff. Oh man! But uh, it gets gyms so I go to are Pokemon gyms, dude. I fucking I tell people too. Like you were talking about five uh, Ks. Oh yeah, we just been doing five Ks stuff too. Um, like I work with like yeah. a lot of people that do like uh-huh. the mud runners and all that. Um, they, oh, God, I mean, there's not a lot of us, so I would say like fifty percent of them do these five Ks and ten Ks and mud running I tell him dude if 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 I'm gonna run dude yeah someone better be chasing me <laughs> and I better be scared of them mm. I have no reason to fucking run yeah, but I'm pretty, also an old man ro- yeah. mode like I just want to put my fu- it's weird I don't actually have my robe on right now but <laughs> you know but I just want to put my robe on my PJs mm-hmm. my slippers drink wine Talking a microphone. Yeah. Why do I have to run? Yeah, I mean it's not for everybody. I used to not like it. I started doing it because. How it's, did you get into it? What 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 sparked your passion to do it, dude? It's. It's a tangent. <laughs> okay. uh, dude, so. Uh, I don't know if everyone knows the worst day of their life. I know I know exactly the worst day of my life. Um, oh, that's a good question, right? Um, so. I got sick. Uh, I hadn't been taking care of myself. I'd been drinking way too much and eating pizza just way too often. And I got something called diverticulitis, which is something that people get in their 60s. It's like an old man thing. Yeah, I just um, had like a brother get gout at like 27. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to make fun of him, but he did. Dude, so I like I woke up and I alcohol. had um, it blows my mind. Had like a like a abdominal pain. I thought my appendix was going to burst. I was like, fuck. So uh, I went to work for like two or three hours and it got worse and it got worse. So I was like, all right, I got to go to the hospital. Oh my god! And I go to the hospital, and I'm in the what? ER for like six or seven hours. You just checked yourself in. What did you tell them? Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I'm having abdominal pain. I don't know what this is." Um, they give me like an MRI or a CAT scan or something, whatever one they see the inside of your organs and stuff. Cat and scan. so they see in in your large intestine is a a cul-de-sac almost like a, a divert like it diverts right. So what had happened was my metabolism had gotten so slow that my large intestine had stretched out and created these little, little bubbles, little cul-de-sacs that shit gets stuck into because that's what the intestines are for. And then that gets infected with mm. the, sh- the bad shit that's in shit. Yeah. And so basically I was put on antibiotics. I was in the hospital for four days. But what I remember is being in the emergency room with the, the IV, the antibiotics, 
hooked up to my arm and I had to pee because they're just, they're pumping you full of fluids and stuff. So I get up to go to the restroom and I'm, uh, I'm peeing. Do you have like an IV in you and everything? Yeah, I, I'm peeing oh. with me. Uh, and I, I'm like, I'm like, wheel myself over and I, I'm peeing and I'm like, oh, this hurts. And I'm like, oh man, I'm going to black out. It hurts. It, it's crazy pain. And so I was going to black out and I, I just, I was just thinking, oh, I don't want to wake up with piss all over myself. I better finish peeing. So I'm like, I'm like trying to finish up peeing. And, I, and the next thing I know, I woke up on the floor of the hospital restroom with that IV yanked out of my arm. Oh, and, uh, God damn. I looked down, I'm like, fuck yeah, I didn't pee on myself, dude. I was so proud. And I get out of the, the bathroom and I'm like yelling for a nurse and the nurses are all they're all freaking out. They they're they're concerned because this was the day that Trump won the election. Oh my so I like God. I, I black out and I wake up and Trump is the president and the nurses are freaking out. And you thought you're like in a different world. I'm or in a different dead. world. You thought dude, you died. Four days in the hospital, I get and out you and just heaven. change my lifestyle. That that was the that was the catalyst for me, wanting to like go to the gym and like change my lifestyle and stuff. So for me, well, you it's, do look great. Thanks. Uh, uh, this last month has been me just eating fast food. So uh, you thank still you. Look great. Thanks, man. Fuck yeah, that makes me feel great. Well, you do. Like, um, I mean, fuck. So it's it's a. Uh, you're sitting down in a chair. Your thighs aren't touching each other. Your arms yeah. are looking good. I'm like starting to get. Dude, got you got bulky, dude. Yeah, uh, that's bigger than my arm, dude. The, it's been fun. Yeah, dude. you've been working on it. It's a discipline thing for me. I gotta keep doing it. That's good. Running is fun. Running is like a challenge to myself. Ah, see, that's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know when I can get behind running. Yeah, it's I've so. I've ran from the cops. I've ran from the women. I need. I need the benchmarks. From... I need the milestones. So when I can, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. But also like the job I do at the Whataburger at the Pro that I work at. Yeah. Yeah. I do like over yeah. like 15,000 steps a day. Yeah. Because we have everything also is layered. This. Yeah. A lot of people don't know the Pearl has an entire underground um, basement that connects yeah. everything together. They did it way back in the day, like nice. 1890s. They built this underground tunnel system. Connects to the Whataburger, right? Yeah. Connects yeah. to the Whataburger. And so you're constantly either in one of the tunnels or going up oh yeah that makes sense that that jazz bar is in the tunnel or it's in a underground yeah right? all of it's yeah. underground it all connects yep oh wow you have to have a certain um you have to have this Key thing fob or something yeah and the, that's got like a little metal thing yeah. in it and that's dope it lets you in so you, it's all connected down there do you know do you know the worst day of your life or no that's a good question. And while you were speaking about yours, it made me feel like mine wasn't really the worst day of my life. That's good, though. It's Do good you, if you don't know. It's is, good. Is, is it like a physical or emotional thing? Uh, for me, it was a few things. Because it was... Well, yours was physical and Mine emotional. was physical and like... You were freaking out, Kind of too, like scared you know and, and like ashamed. Like, it was not something that someone did to me. I did it to myself, you know? And then you come out and... I the, feel like the worst day of my life was pure emotional. Yeah. I've I skateboarded, I've broken hands, broken fingers, I've boxed, I've been concussed, I've <laughs> I've like physically been through the rigmarole. Right. Um I've seen most of my family pass a lot through rigorous cancer. Um I know what will be the worst day of my life. Is when my uh, grandmother passes. 
my mom or my dad. But uh, for me, it's all emotional, man. Yeah. The worst day of my life is when I fucked up. I don't want to name names, man. But we know the same people. Yeah. But it was someone that I dated a really long time ago. And you're not emotionally mature enough to understand how to handle a relationship when you're 19, 20. Yep. And this woman was like perfect for me. Like we balanced each other out perfectly. And when we showed up places, they called us Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> like when we show up places, like everyone was like, Oh, and they, like they loved us together. There's mm-hmm. like, like anyone's jealousy turned into like love at the end of the day. Cause it was just, we had yeah, some relationship fun. goals, right? Yeah. Hashtag relationship and goals. I fucked it up, man. I just was, um, selfish. I didn't know how to give a woman proper love. Mm. Like a woman, you'll never understand them. They're not meant to be understood. They're meant to be loved. And that took me a very long time to learn because women understand women and they hate each other. Right. <laughs> so like <laughs> you're not going to you, you're not going to figure oh, it man. out. You know what I mean? So they're just meant to be loved. And uh this particular woman, I just I fucked it up. Mm-hmm. And um I remember it was like the last day I basically it was almost like I was breaking the relationship apart and I got low I got so low and um, therapy helped for sure but I was also going to therapy through this I was a wild child though so that was probably my lowest was losing her forever she'll always be a friend of mine for sure but I don't know if I'll ever feel that kind of love again. And it's kind of weird to say on a podcast right yeah. now, out loud. And it's all about putting yourself out there on a podcast. But yeah, I don't know if I'll ever feel no, dude, that you're gonna, level It's going to sneak up on you. This is, what, this is what happens. It sneaks up on you. Because I'm the same way mm. where I felt like I was never – It's you know, things end with girls. And you're just like, all right, I guess that's over. And you date other people. You're like, oh, this doesn't feel the same. And you start to realize – what you had was so valuable because it's so different, right? And and then you just think, oh, okay, everything's going to be shallow and empty from now on. Like, I'm going to meet people and be like, ugh, I can't stand this person, but I want something from them. But like, it's it's frustrating and it's depressing. But then you meet somebody and it surprises you and you're like, what the fuck? I didn't think I could feel this way anymore. It's going to happen, man. You'll get there. Out of nowhere, it's just going to hit you. I've met people like that. Yeah. I'm weird now, though. Like, I I think because of that instance yeah. and then all the times trying since with other uh, relationships. Man, okay, so I want to tie this back into what we were talking about earlier. I don't, did we talk about this on mic or off? We're talking I don't about know. How, we talked about a lot on and off mic. Um, how I kind of like alcohol because it loosens me up a little bit. Yeah, that can, was off mic. I'm a yeah. little bit little less anxious. I'm a little less on edge, and I can I can talk. But then, yeah, it's bad because I want to keep drinking it all night. You know, whatever. Um, Especially when it's this the, tasty. The key to it is the key to like feeling loose, and the key to like feeling love is just opening it up. Like 
all that stuff is in your body like already you have you could your body could make the chemicals to make you feel that way if it wanted to and it's kind of you have the dopamine the you got it you, everything you, know. you need is inside of you and we use these external things to try to access them as like a cheat but if you do the work man and you put in the time and you open yourself up you're gonna find those feelings again Two cents. <laughs> Damn, dude. If you could drop the mic right now, I wish you could, dude. Oh. You'll be there, man. You'll get there. Otherwise, what, what the fuck are we doing otherwise? Like, what Well, I... see, like, I find pleasure in work. Like, I, I keep myself occupied with work. That's right. why when, like, people are like, what are you doing? I'm working. What are you doing? I'm working. It's, I'm not lying. I literally... So my life is. I, I'm I'm always doing it. When I don't work, I feel guilty. Right. I think we talked about that off mic. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like I feel guilty when I'm not working yeah. or I'm not uh, creating a product, yeah. something. You know what I mean? So I feel weird about it. And a lot of times, like I feel like everything in my life. Like if you look around at my crib, this is everything I love. I love gardening. You got plants mm. in here. I got guitars. I love artwork. I love fish tanks. I love wine. I've created my perfect life. Right. But there's that pit of not loneliness, but it's like, will I ever feel that happy again? But do you think about what it felt like in the moment? There's a reason that you made the choices that you made. Because you look back with all these rose-colored glasses, it's nostalgia. It's the whole reason that, you know, Stranger Things is popular and people want to have the the Pokemon movies from when they were a kid and they want to vote for the president who says we're going to make it great again. It's all nostalgia. And you look back and you think, oh, man, that was such a good time. But that stuff's happening constantly, man. All the good stuff in life is happening all around us all the time. All the time. This is fucking dope as fuck. Like, I I understand. I see that. Yeah. Like when I go to work at the Pearl, like people yeah. are getting engaged, they're getting married, yeah. they're taking pictures. I see that that happiness, but there's some days where maybe I'm too jaded. No, I'm with you. I'm de- I get depressed all the time. It's fine. <laughs> like depression was yeah. the like the part of being like yeah. manic and especially hypomanic, where uh-huh. you're just like on all the time. Yeah. The come down fucking sucks, dude. Yo, can I describe something to you? I have a question. Cause yeah. It's gone away the older I've gotten, but there there were times in my life where like every other day I would have these like like these racing thoughts. Oh yeah. Uh just just out of control. Just almost felt like there was rock music blasting and someone was screaming and I was mm-hmm. watching explosions happen. Yeah. What is that? Is that is that what manic is? Yeah, that's that's yeah? that's huh. peak mania. Really? <laughs> But you feel like you're a Superman. If you can take all that and use that as energy, mm. that's like using your mania in the right way. Interesting. So you're having a manic episode when that shit happens. Yeah. But I've learned after like over a decade how to control it is you take that energy and you put it in a positive direction and then you get shit done. Wow. Like I wake up. So like I dude, I don't sleep man at all. Like, I don't know, like three or four hours, maybe. Wow. I don't sleep, man. You don't get like REM sleep. You don't get dreams? I don't get REM cycle sleep yeah. at all. I don't, I haven't. That's really bad for you. You gotta, you gotta sleep more. But it's the way I'm wired, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, you seem fine. 
That's crazy. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and like I've looked it up. Like the doctors even yeah. told me it's like there's like a like a one percent of people that can live off like this yeah. much of sleep and blah blah blah. But I yeah, just don't. It's supposed to fuck up everything if you don't sleep. Nah, it's see, supposed for to fuck me, up your it's metabolism. Like when I when, when I dude, my metabolism still strong. Like I'm yeah, I'm good. Um, but I just don't sleep, man. And I can't because when I put my head down on the pillow, it's like a circus, mm. and my mind's still going. Like you were saying how yeah. I had small talk at yeah. the gas station earlier. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was just me talking. Yeah. If you weren't here. You'd be talking. <laughs> I'd just be talking. Wow. And then imagine me laying down in a bed. Yeah. By myself here. I can imagine it. Yeah. Just fucking trying to like slow those wheels down. And it doesn't happen. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. I have to like. I have to be listening to podcasts. Take copious amounts of alcohol or sedate myself with some kind of medication. I don't want to do that. I'm with you on the med. I'm scared to take like a medication, something that you'll need for the rest. You become dependent on it. Like to me, I'd I'd much rather work through something and develop a different way of like coping than to to take a pill. Then you have to keep your jobs. You can have the insurance. You can keep getting more pills. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of scary to me. I do want. I do want access to it, just so that I know I have it. See, in my I have pocket. access to all of it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, with my insurance too, I got Blue Cross Blue yeah. Shield. Shout out PPO. Do <laughs> the PPO for sure. Yeah. The PPO. Five bucks, dude. Fill my prescription. Yeah. Um, I get a, I get a clonopin, right? Very heavy, and um, comes to a point where it's like I don't want to take it, right? But there's nights where I just. Yeah, I can't survive without it. Like I need it to just fucking shut this thing off that I call my brain for like three or four hours. Do you um? How much of it? Whenever I can't sleep, a lot of what I'm doing is thinking about how fucked I am the next day. Do you ever do that where you're like, oh, I gotta go to sleep. I need need as much sleep. I'm gonna be so tired. Oh, I can't. It's it's already three in the morning. I'm gonna have four hours of sleep. Fuck. I also run numbers in my head like crazy. I have like. Random song lyrics, yeah. but it won't be the yeah. whole song. It'll just be like, "I be blacking out with the purest." Yeah, I be blacking out with the purest. I be blacking out with the and purest, it and it just keeps going. And then I start thinking about another thing, and that's still playing in the background. I be blacking out yeah. with the purest. Oh shit, where's my USA look? I be blacking out with the purest karaoke tonight. I be blacking out with the purest. We have an event tonight. You blacking out with the. I'm giving you anxiety wow. probably yeah. right now just talking about it. No, it's just. Well, that's just how my mind works, yeah. man. And it's fucked. Hmm. It's fucked. Right. Like it's broken. It's not fair. My it's mind is, is yeah. broken. Okay. Do you ever think about how it's not fair? Like, what is everyone else doing that they're like, they're. It's dude, easy if for I can them? close my eyes and right? just fall asleep, you I have run no the world, right? Dude, my dad yeah. will literally just. And he's <laughs> dad's and have get, that ability, dude. <laughs> like, dad's can sleep what, anywhere. So I need a yeah. pop. I gotta shoot a hot load uh-huh. between some thighs You'll and get, get a baby get just to tired. fucking get some sleep, yeah. dude. No, because then I, dude, I be blacking out with the PRS. All right, dude. Um, I gotta pee again. Yeah, I'm gonna, we'll take I'm a Dom Caesar Caesar break. All right.
Are we back? We live. We're back. All right. All right. Um. All right. So here's here's. Were you blacking out with the purest? <laughs> One of the things that's helped me cope with my own anxiety and like that kind of stuff has been. Uh, my friend Stephen. Stephen. Uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna name names. No, he's not gonna get mad at this. Stephen Padilla, one of my best friends. Okay. He, I was telling him one day about how I've been like I've been feeling this way. I'm anxious about this, and that, and that, and that. And he says he starts smiling at me. He says, Brian. He says, you know, you know what? He, he got a philosophy degree from uh, UT. Very you know, nice. You know what the philosophers say about anxiety? And I say what? He says, the philosophers say anxiety is the call to action. You're being called towards something right now. Mm. Whatever, whatever that anxiety is, you feel like you should be doing it. Just go do that. And that's kind of like how Sticker Fridge really got its roots, where I felt like I should be putting more time and effort into these things. I wanted I wanted a creative outlet. I wanted these social connections. You know, I want this, this, and this. And I yeah. feel like I need to be creating these things. So I started putting more effort and time into doing that. And it's given me so much back. And it's really it helped. Yeah. You've built an, like, an empire right now. <laughs> an empire of three people, <laughs> like seven to eight people. It's a, there's a big network. We got quite a few people that are contributing. Should I hashtag SA Current on this shit? <laughs> yeah, why not? Bring them in, dude. Honestly, like, SA Current, I would like let's to work collaborate. With them. Yeah, I would let's like do to. something. That was something yeah. with Game Day Media, too. I started yeah. working with them. They got me on some shows, and they managed the podcast studio, geeked them, and do all that. Mm-hmm. They just wanted me. They were like, "Hey, we like how you talk shit." Yeah, man. And, Be- uh, <laughs> but, Collaboration is key. But like, my loyalty yeah. is sticker fridge. That's my loyalty. Yeah. Dude, yeah, we we got you. Honestly, though, anyone in sticker fridge that wants to do anything, this is a launching pad, dude. This is like this is a a platform for people to say, "Oh, there's no, there's very minimal rules, like just." Respect each other is the only rule, but like you, you've been one who's listened to probably most all my yeah, podcasts. Yeah, of them, you, yeah. you, you've told me you've listened mm-hmm. to them. Um, there was times I got anxiety about like, did I take it too far? Yeah, I've got your back, man. If you if you take it too far, I'm go I'm gonna go in a you, constructive way. You did clap back, yeah, and I realized it. Yeah. That I was also on that live. <laughs> Pete, I be blacking out yeah. with the purest. Um, I I don't think there's like no ceilings with sticker fridge right now. It's got some potential, man. It doesn't have potential. Yeah. It is a fucking bullet right now. Anyone listening right now, go to www.com. <laughs> go to stickerfridge.com, dude. Stickerfridge.com, dude. Stickerfridge.com. Um, you're gonna see some cool stuff. Go go check out the all the articles, articles, the events. Check out the podcasts and the videos. Our video, that exposure video, yeah. just screened in uh, Orlando at, at some uh, horror movie, movie festival down there. Very nice. Yeah, dude. Like, it's fun to, like, put these things out in the world and other people, like, appreciate them. Like, yeah. It's fun. Oh, I'm just yeah. happy to have you on this now. It's been, like, yeah. 50 fucking episodes. And now I finally, got, <laughs> I finally got you on. Yeah. Now I'm stoked. I'm stoked to be here, man. Because we've... We've been in the same circle for like a long time, very long time, and it's Over starting. A decade. Yeah, it's starting like similar interests brought us in to where we want to do the same thing, and it's fun to come and and get to know you a little more, man. Like, yeah, and you're always yeah. welcome at my crib. 
you know hell this yeah is, <laughs> this is the way this is the way i do it man it's nice this yeah. is um how we get people comfortable too you mm-hmm. know we sit around but this is how it is man and we just chop it up and if not then i sit here and i talk to the wall <laughs> no lie just sit here and i talk to the wall you should put up like a statue or something you talk to <laughs> i don't know man get you a siri sometimes or like an when i'm on a rant i just don't see anything i'm just ah that <laughs> fucking guy had airpods on while he was skateboarding in jeggings with no shirt on fuck him and i just <laughs> and then after that it's just snowball effect yeah but um I just want to say, uh, this is like a sticker fridge fucking, uh, this is, this is it, bro. We're doing it. We're in it. It's fun just to be in it and to be doing it. I'm I'm blessed, dude. Yeah. Like y'all could have said no. I'm pretty sure the only one that probably said yes at first was Zach. Zach does his own thing. I didn't know he was doing anything with you. It just showed up one day. It was cool. That's awesome. It's cool. I I love you and I respect you and your brother. And, uh, Dude, it's so great to have you at the table. I feel good. I feel to good drink to drink some here. vino with you. Yeah. We're talking some shit. <laughs> it's perfect timing. So everyone that's been listening, dude, thank you for listening. It's been Dobcast episode 55 coming on to the one year mark, man. And do you want to tell the people Sticker Fridge as a collective has now just hit? Oh, fuck yeah. We just hit 19,000 collective downloads. 19,000 collective yeah. downloads. Around the world, man. People around the world have been finding us. How many countries? There was a guy I think who... I think 20 countries was last Something crazy. Um, we got a Facebook message from a guy in Hong Kong who was like, hey, man, I just found... I beat like it out. Yeah, he's like, I just found yourself. You guys are really cool. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, that's awesome. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, no, if you're I listening to this... I love it. Dude... Message us. Yeah, we Go love. Find us on whatever Facebook or Twitter. DM Instagram, us, dude. Yeah. Drop in our DMs, dude. Yeah. Ask us questions. We'll answer them, yeah. dude. And we'll do. I, I I like this one. We haven't even ended, but I already yeah. want like to do another <laughs> one with you, dude. Let's do another one. Um, and if you're listening, man, hit me up if you want to. If you want some help getting started with something, if you if you're interested if you in have writing articles, podcasts, oh. something you want to get off the ground, yeah. sticker fridge will help you. Uh, go to stickerfridge.com and then you can email them. Yeah, email um, at stickerfridge at Gmail, at stickerfridge on Twitter, Facebook is stickerfridge studios, uh, Instagram, you know, it's it's all there. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Fuck yeah. Well, dude, thank you. Let's do a. Yeah. Well, I'm going to do. Cheers. Let's cheers to San Antonio real quick. How about that? Well, cheers. Oh. Hold up. Well, it's a toast and we cheers at the end of the toast. Oh, okay. I never knew that my whole life. I thought you cheers. Yeah, okay. So, so you got to make it, you toast, and yeah. then you cheers at the end of it. To San Antonio. Okay. Well, I have a toast uh, that I yeah. do usually with my guests yeah. to end it. I know this one. You know this one. I know this one. To the birds. To the birds. To the to, to the, the good birds? Yeah. Bring to the, the storks that bring the yeah. good babies. <laughs> to the ravens that, that bring, bring the bad, the bad babies, babies. And the swallows. That bring no babies at all. Yes. Cheers. Ah, <laughs> dude, that felt so good. Oh god, and that's some good ass vino. Everyone at home, thank you for fucking listening right now. Tell your friends, dude. Tell your friends. Um, check us out. 
stickerfridge.com. Uh, you can go on Instagram, look me up uh, at She Tastes Like Texas, uh, Domcast 210, Sticker Fridge on Twitter. And I don't know, man. I'm just going to like, I'm just going to play something, dude. Because guess what? We're big, but we're not big enough for them to try to sue me. True. And if they do. Oh, there's no one suing for podcast music right now. It's all it's Wild West right now. That's why we're getting away with it, dude. Two. Cheers one more time. You like it though, right? It's got some yeah, nice like, like it it's like a middle it's not too blue or dark fruit, not too candy cherry, it's kinda of in the middle. Yeah, it's like I I can't do a lot of too sweet. Sometimes I get that um like at the back of my jaw. Like too right much there. uh acid. So I, I like on the drier side, and this is kind of, it's right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Just some tannins. Yeah. Like my middle of my tongue, I can feel it. Mm. It's not bad. Good nose. Great nose. But these glasses are made for like actually smelling. Oh, yeah. It's got the, the wide base. Kind they of... call them burgundies. Yeah. So burgundy in France is where they created Pinot Noir. And when you ask earlier, my favorite wine I ever had was the Kistler 2013 Russian River Valley Pinot Noir. Even though it was California, but... Now there you go. <sighs> it just smells so good, right? You want your freedom. Well, who There's something about wine where, like, getting fucked up on wine is different than, like, different alcohols. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like your brain stays on. And like your body slows, you get you get sloppy. You but like, feel it, the but your brain's still clicking. Yeah, it's still clicking. Liquor fucks you up. Yeah. But they've been doing this way longer. Everywhere the fucking Romans conquered, they planted vines. Any last words, my man? Nah, thank you, everybody. Uh, go go do uh, halfway Thanksgiving, June 9th. Uh, eat some leftover sandwiches. Tell your friends they, they they're doing a good job and encourage them it. to follow up on their goals, dude. Halfway Thanksgiving, encouragement day. Go do it. And congratulations, man. It wouldn't have been nineteen plus thousand downloads, dude, worldwide, without you. So, players on it, love you in their Don't drink and drive. Don't do drugs. One love. Stay black.